This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Hi, this is Karen Hubbard. Join me Monday through Friday at 5.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. for WCNO's Community Calendar. Your nonprofit community calendar events should be sent to WCNO two weeks in advance. Our address is WCNO. 2960 Southwest Map Road, Palm City, Florida, 34990. Or email us at wcno at wcno.com. Navigating the real estate market in Florida today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast and in the Palm Beaches, the housing market is back in full force and there are a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It also can be very time-consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is offering a free seminar on how to prepare to buy a home, what programs are available to you, and how you can qualify. You can sign up for this free seminar by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 561 201 5499. The number again is 561 201 5499. También hablamos en español. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly served the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Then he says, God, you planted them, and they've taken root. And they're growing. And they ain't just growing, they're bearing fruit. They're getting all kinds of good stuff. He said, not only are they prospering and they're happy, but you're the one that's allowing them to do it. Come on, amen. amen. You're the one, God, making it all possible. Hmm? 
God, you don't understand. They talk a good game. They talk good church. But when they get out of church, you ain't nowhere in their mind. You ain't nowhere on their lips. They have no intention of letting you run in their life or rule their life. They faking it, God. Can't you see what these people are doing? They're not real. Why you keep blessing them? Come on, amen. They play in church. Verse 3 says this. But you know me. You've seen me. You've tested my heart. In other words, he's saying, it's me. It's Jeremiah. It's your boy. It's your boy. I'm your man. Listen. Listen. Some of you, listen. <laughs> some of you going to be able to find yourself in this scripture. It's me, God. You know who I am. You know how I am. You know my heart. I might not always get it right, but you know my heart. Ah, is that too real? <laughs> you know my intentions are worthy and good. I might not follow through 97% of the time, but at least I'm trying. <laughs> I've told you, some of you ought to be able to find yourself in that right there. I'm just, uh, whoo, I feel the Holy Ghost. And then he moves into this whole, this whole tirade of bad theology. He starts trying to teach God theology in the Bible, and he begins to really reveal how messed up his thinking is and how twisted his perception is. Hmm? I mean, most people in the world, and particularly in the church world, stay frustrated, not because there's a great big devil, not because they've rejected God. It's really because they just got a bunch of messed up theology going on in their head. They think they know the word, or they think they know God, but really what they know and think they know is just something they've built up in their mind about God. Listen to me, I'm saying today that God is in the middle of everything going on in your life. If you could see what He sees from His perspective, you'll know that He's already taken care of everything. It's all in His hands. Somebody say, it's in His hands. The problem is, is because we don't see everything the way He sees everything, our perspective becomes very limited. Our understanding becomes very limited. And if we're not careful, we'll begin to trust what we see and what we understand. And we'll begin to develop a theology based on our own personal revelation and not based on our theology in Christ Jesus by faith. And we'll get messed up theology. It's been going on in church for a long time. I mean, we sang the song, you give and take away. Remember that? We sang that song. I mean, no, God don't give and take away. Just because Job said it don't make it true. When Job said it, he was in error. He had a twisted perspective. But now for thousands of years, we've got churches getting up and singing, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. The Lord don't give and take away. God took away one thing one time. He took away the sin of the world. The whole principle of the kingdom of God is giving and receiving. Somebody said, I don't know why God took him. I loved him so much and he died. God didn't take him. God opened up the gates of heaven and received him in. He went. He went to heaven. God ain't taking. He's giving and receiving. Everything in the kingdom of God operates on that principle. Giving and receiving. Sowing and reaping. Come on. Is that helping anybody? Amen. Hmm? So it's important the perspective that we have on this. Jeremiah's here and he begins to start out with a bunch of faulty theology. And this is what he says to God. God, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take them out like a bunch of sheep and I want you to kill them. Slaughter them. I know some of you have been praying that way. Don't act that holy. Mm? 
Prepare them, Lord, for the day of slaughter. In other words, God, kill them all. Huh? Don't sit there all innocent. Some of you holy people don't say, God, kill them. You say, Lord Jesus, make them just disappear. Just remove them from us. We know what you mean. Hmm? Come on, amen. So watch this now. Jeremiah is going off the rails with this, this really dysfunctional bad theology. And he says, God, not only do these people need to be killed, not only do you need to destroy these people, but God, somehow I believe that you've been blessing them at my expense. I'm your man. And you're blessing these people at my expense because, because God, watch this. Listen, you got to see this. Stay with me. God, you have been blessing the wrong people. You're not even blessing the right people. Did you, did you have a mental lapse and forget who you were in covenant with, God? We are the people of covenant, not them. You're blessing the wrong people. Come on, look at me and just nod. You all right? Everybody okay? Hmm? Listen to me. This is what he's trying to say, and God, say to God. God, you're blessing the wrong people. It shouldn't be working that way. If you knew what I knew about these people, you wouldn't be blessing them. If you knew what I knew about how they live and what they do at home when there ain't nobody watching, you would not be blessing them. Ooh, if y'all could see what I see right now looking back at me. And here's what he said. He said, this is what I think should happen to these people. You should judge them to the point where you need to kill them all. Kill them all because they're stealing from us what should have been ours. They've taken our blessing. Hmm? See, how I many you know there's, a, there's this faulty theology in, in church circles that goes around, particularly in church life, that if God blesses somebody else, then there must not be enough blessing left for me. Come on, we get it in the church. We look across the church. Come on. Look across the church and say, well, they don't come to church half as much as I do. They don't seem like they ever got any problems. Whew, it was quiet. Hmm? Listen to me. If your neighbor is getting blessed, that ought to be an indication to you that that's not a bad thing. If your neighbor's getting blessed, that ought to tell you that God's already in your neighborhood and you're next in line. Come on. Hmm? It's a good sign that he's got enough blessing to go around from everybody. Come on. Because he's not Santa Claus flying around on a sleigh with a big bag of toys going to run out and fall down your chimney and leave you a little G.I. Joe and give Billy next door a bicycle. No, no, no. God don't run out of blessings like that. Come on, huh? Hmm? God will never bless somebody so much that he will not have nothing left to bless you. He is a God of covenant. Amen. So quit letting your life being contaminated with all kinds of envy and all kinds of jealousy and all kinds of frustration and all kinds of disappointment because you didn't get what somebody else got. Uh, you're not where you thought you ought to be and somebody else is getting promoted really fast. You didn't get the ministry you, ministry you thought you should have and somebody else's ministry is blowing up. Come on. Amen. Hmm. Jeremiah's got bad theology. He's got a lot of messed up thinking. And it's like he's almost running for political office now. We're going to make Judah great again. <laughs> messed up. He's messed up. 
He said, he gets up and he says, this is the reason why this nation is in a mess. It's because the wicked are acting wicked. Huh? He said, our nation is in trouble because the ungodly are being ungodly. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to just ask you a question. Do we not expect ungodly people to be ungodly? Why do we complain about it so much in this country? Sinners sin. That's why we call them. If sinners wasn't sinning, we wouldn't call them. We would call them saved. I mean, I feel like sometimes there ain't many people who understand this in the country. I'm so sick to death of seeing preachers get up on TV and going, the nation's going to hell in a handbasket. We got to do something. We got we to gotta get a spiritual army together and take this country back. Well, who are you taking it back from? I wish somebody would help me understand this. Come on, Amen. Listen, if you will read your Bible, you will find out through the Old Testament when God begins to give us pictures or, or foreshadow of types that come in the way that He used to operate, He never really destroyed nations because they were sinful and ungodly. There was plenty of nations that were sinful and ungodly that never got destroyed. The nations that were sinful and ungodly got destroyed because what happened is, is the people of covenant got involved with the people that were ungodly. And God said, the only way I'm going to keep my people in covenant is I got to kill the ungodly people to keep them away from my people in covenant. Y'all ain't going to shout me down. Come on, Amen. Could it be in America that if there is any type of judgment, and I say the word if with capital letters, if there's going to be any type of judgment in our land, it's not because of Democrats, and it's not because of Republicans, it's not because of homosexuals, it's not because of progressives, it's not because of pro-choice people that abort babies every day, it's not, come on, somebody help me, it's because the church has refused to be the church. Come on. It's because the people of God are not acting like the people of God. The ungodly people act like they're supposed to. They're being ungodly. But then you got the people of God not being godly. They're being ungodly too. What do you think is going to happen? Somebody shout, the church needs to be the church. I say it's time that we really become the people that God wants us to become. And be the people that God has called us to be. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from God. Then I will forgive their sin. Then I will heal their land. He didn't say if the sinner repents. He said, if my people... I don't know about you, but I think we are the people of God. We the covenant people. We the people of the blood of Jesus Christ. That means we got to repent. That means we got to turn away from some of the ungodly stuff going on in our life if we're going to see this nation turn around. You can't have a divorce rate that is 51% in the church in America and have a divorce rate that is 52% in an ungodly world and expect marriages to be healed. Oh, come on, Amen. I'll get off my soapbox. I'm sorry. We hating on sinners. That's what we do as Christians. We hate on sinners.
We look at him and go, you ungodly piece of filth. Do not come to my church with that stuff. How dare you? How dare anybody? And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. When they mocked him, abused him, beat him, beat his face to a pulp, unrecognizable, shoved a crown of thorns that were poisonous darts down on his head, said his head swelled up like a pumpkin, carried a cross and fell down in the street. Do you realize that somewhere in North Africa, three months before that happened, there was a guy named Simon. Three months before that, he decided he was going to Jerusalem for the feast. That God appointed him to go there to be for Jesus at that moment for his destiny. Knowing that if he touched somebody that had blood on him, he couldn't partake in the feast. Traveled for, it took him three months by foot to get there. Got right to the gate. Couldn't get in. Had to carry a cross. Divine appointments by God. Come on, help me somebody. That God would orchestrate all those things in people's life for the redemption of mankind. That Jesus would hang on a cross and shed his blood. For the very sinners that we look at and go, I can't believe you are that way. All right, I will get off the soapbox. I'm sorry. Listen, God's a merciful God. Even in the Old Testament, He was a merciful God. He told Abraham, He said, I wouldn't have destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah if you could find ten. Then He said, If you could even find one righteous, I won't do it. He's going to destroy Nineveh. The prophet he was sending in if he refused to go. God had to swallow him up by a well and vomit him on a beach to get to these people to tell them they got one more shot. Don't tell me he's not a merciful God. Come on, amen. Listen to me, let me be clear. God has definitely made his mind up about sin. God is not pro-divorce. God is not pro-homosexuality. God is not pro-choice when it comes to the, the, the abortion, to the life of an unborn child. His word is clear and it is absolute when it comes to morality of his people. Not the world people, but his people. And let me tell you something. If you've got sin going on in your life, God is not happy about it. And he's not happy about it because he's judging you. He's not happy about it because he knows and he can see from one point where you are to where you're going, the destruction that's about to come to your life. The hurt, the pain, and the agony that sin is about to bring to you. 
See, with Simon, he didn't understand that. He didn't understand that. He, he, showed up for a, he showed up for the feast, and all of a sudden, now here he is coming to, coming to carry the cross. And the Roman soldier come up to him, and he said, you carry the cross. He said, I don't have nothing to do with this. And he stuck the sword, and he said, you carry the cross. His destiny changed. We don't even know the ramifications of what happened in his life. He said he was there with his two boys. One of them was named Rufus. You read Romans chapter 12. You know what it says? Paul, in the last chapter of Romans, is signing off. And he says, tell all the saints there, especially Rufus. His mother and my mother. That I'll tell you right there that from the time that Simon carried the cross to Mount Calvary for Jesus Christ, that years later, here's Rufus whose life was impacted by his daddy who couldn't get in to the feast, had a divine appointment with God and destiny with God, that years later, all of a sudden, when Paul was Saul, he ended up living in a house with Rufus and his mama, Simon's wife, because he said, tell Rufus, his mother and mine. In other words, Rufus's mama is my mama. They helped me. I couldn't be Apostle Paul today if it wasn't for Rufus and his mama. And somehow they got all the way from northern Africa to Jerusalem to now Rufus is living and operating in the church in Rome. Come on, help me. God has a destiny for our life today. Don't think you can't live righteous though. It will interrupt the destiny of your life. And it will sideline you with pain and hurt. I don't care how much you justify it. Come on. So I said, well, I am the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. When God sees me, he sees his righteousness. That is true, amen. But it does say in Christ Jesus. That means you got to be in Christ Jesus. You can't live unrighteous and still be in Christ Jesus. Because he is the righteousness of God. You can't have unrighteousness cohabitating with righteousness. Come on, amen. You can't continue to live in an unrighteous state and be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because being in a relationship with Jesus will produce righteous fruit. If you've got unrighteous fruit in your life, that ought to clue you into the fact that you've got relationship problems with the Lord Jesus Christ. And you need to get your relationship fixed before it hurts you or kills you. One. I know that ain't preaching everywhere, but I'm preaching it here. So what are you saying? I'm saying you can't live in sin and claim to be righteous. I don't care how much you know and understand about the Bible. Come on, amen. In other words, these people need to learn, these people of covenant need to learn how to live like they got a covenant. Huh? And really become and be the people that God destined them to be and live by the call of God that was on their life. Hmm? God's the one that called us to change the course of society. We're His hands and feet. You can't do it living unrighteous. You can't do it looking like the world. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. 
to pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Training us up in the way we should go. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where pupils have time for creativity, math, and logic, where respect is modeled like please and thank you, where truth is taught along with history and literature, where innovation and leadership are fostered as college and careers are planned. That's the future of a Golden Rule Academy pupil. Learn more at goldenruleacademy.net. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.
you've given us the right. 